The key that opens the door to the kingdom of heaven is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, you must decide what you are going to do with that key. Good afternoon. It is great to be here with you all this afternoon. This is my first time to preach in English. I hope that you understand. Before we turn to the Bible, let me first ask you a question. Who here has at least one key in your pocket? It could be a house key, a car key, or other key. Okay, what would happen if you lost those keys while you were here this afternoon? I, I imagine that some of you would end up working home because you cannot get your car started without the key. Maybe even some of you would be locked out of your home when you got there since you lost the key. So I think we can all understand that keys are important. Let us talk about another set of keys for a minute. The door to this church has a look on it. I assume your pastor or deacon has the keys. Let us say that a fire starts in one of these speakers, a small fire, but it is growing quickly. What would you think if the door were locked and it was the only way out? I am sure we would all start to panic and some would start looking to the pastor to open the lock. What would you think or say if, as the fire was growing and we were all stuck inside, what would you say if your pastor stayed, sorry, I lost the keys? I imagine we would all be upset that would be a pretty irresponsible thing for the person to do. But let us change it just a little. Let us say pastor or deacon stepped out for a minute this afternoon while I am preaching. And of course, he locked the door to keep us all safe. Now, the same small fire starts and grows. The only way out is that door, and again it is locked. But this time, this person is standing on the outside, holding the key in his hand. What would you say if the person refused to unlock the door and let us out as the fire is starting to take over the room? What would you say if the pastor or deacon just did not care that we were all stuck inside. Sure, this person is happy that he is out and he has escaped the fire, but he does not care about those still stuck inside with no escape, except for the key in his hand. Not only would that make him a bad leader, but that would make him a bad person. I mean, 
who could just stand there and do nothing, knowing that people are going to bear, and you have the key to open the door and let them out. I know. I could not. Okay. Let us take a moment to pray, and we will turn the word of God. Please. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to preach by Zoom in Vancouver. It is incredible how you give us such beautiful opportunities. Prepare our minds and our hearts to understand your word and apply into our lives. In the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, please open your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 16. In Matthew 16, we find Jesus and his disciples in Caesarea Philippi, about 25 miles north of the Sea of Galilee. Let us read a few verses and get grounded in the Word of God. Matthew 16, 13 to 19. When Jesus came, into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I the Son of Man am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah are one of the prophets. He said unto them, But whom? Say ye that I am. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed thee unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Okay, first, as we discuss this scripture this afternoon and examine a little bit about the Apostle Peter, I want you to remember something. When Jesus told Peter that he was a rock, he was talking to all the disciples, and by extension, you and me. This is very important. You and me, we are including. Now, was Peter actually a stone? No, of course not. So, it is clear that Jesus was telling Peter and the other disciples 
that they were to be spiritual stones. Well, that goes for you and me as well. We need to see ourselves as a spiritual stone. Okay, as we already stated, Jesus and the disciples were in Caesarea Philippi. They were traveling farther and farther away from Judea as Jesus' popularity exploded. Plus, we know there were all kinds of rumors spread about who Jesus is. Therefore, Jesus asked his disciples in Matthew 16:13, Whom do men say that I the Son of Man am? The disciples answered in the next verse. Some say that thou are John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah are one of the prophets. Now understand, these are great things and would be a compliment to most of us. However, they portray Jesus only as a great prophet. Therefore, Jesus asked in 15, but whom say ye that I am? As we have seen earlier in Jesus' ministry, Peter is the one that responds to the question. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. The word Christ, Christos, is a tremendous affirmation because it is the Greek rendering of the Hebrew title Messiah. Jesus is his name and Christ is his title. Understand? Jesus is the Messiah. This declaration is very, very important. Jesus is his name and Christ is his title. Thus Peter is saying Jesus is the Messiah the fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy. Peter also says Jesus is the Son of the living God, which affirms his divinity. He is God incarnate. No one could better describe Jesus. This is why Peter's statement he is called the Great Confession. Jesus acknowledges this is a revelation from the Father is heaven and says to Peter, Blessed are thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. Some believe this establishes Peter as the supreme pontiff or pope of the church, making him the final infallible authority, but that is contrary to the New Testament. Paul wrote in Galatians 2.11, But when Peter was come to Antioch, 
I withstood him to the face because he was to be blamed. So we know, understand that he was not infallible. The original Greek language sheds more light and explains exactly what Jesus meant. Matthew 16:18. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, Petros in Greek, and upon this rock, Petra, I will build my church. Peter or Petros means a stone and refers to a detached stone that might be thrown or easily moved. Rock or Petra means a shelf or mass of rocks. Petros refers to a single stone while Petra refers to a formation of stones. Therefore, it seems Jesus is addressing Peter as a representative of all who will be the church will on the truth of who Jesus is. Jesus was talking to Peter, the other disciples, and all of us this afternoon who have accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior. Paul also stated in Ephesians 2, 19 to 20. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints, and of, of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief corner stone. Peter is a single stone, Petros. In the foundation, a position he will share with the other apostle, Petra, for eternity. To emphasize this, the wall around the new Jerusalem will have 12 foundations, and on them will be the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. In Revelation 21.14 reads, and the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and in them the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. Giving Peter the keys of the kingdom of heaven in Matthew 16:19 probably refers to his first sermon that results in three thousand people begin saved and baptized. In Acts 2:41, 3,000 people. This was the first sermon preached by an apostle. Matthew 16:19 says, "And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou." shall lose on earth 
shall be loose in heaven. Jesus gave Peter and the disciples the key that opened the door of the kingdom, and it has been open ever since. Jesus also says to Peter, Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loose in heaven. God's kingdom is depicted as a realm to be entered using the proper keys. Bind refers to prohibiting, prohibiting entry into the kingdom with those who reject the witness of the apostles. Loose means granting entry to those who accept the witness. The apostles are the foundational stone, but we are all stone in Christ church and are seeking to add additional stone. Peter himself made this clear. 1 Peter 2, 5. First Peter 2, 5. Ye also, as lively stone, are will up a spiritual house, and holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices, acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. So then, we, as disciples of Jesus Christ, are all spiritual stone, and we have all been given to key to heaven. Does anyone want to know what that key is? The key to the kingdom of heaven, you have it right now, even though you cannot see it in your hand. You cannot see it because the key is spiritual. The key that opens the door of the kingdom of heaven is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The key that opens the door to the kingdom of heaven is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, you must decide what you are going to do with that key. Some of you need to accept it by accepting the gospel yourself, realizing that you are a sinner, disdained for hell, and there is nothing you can to do save yourself. But Jesus Christ, the only person to ever live a life without sin, die on the cross in your place and in me in my place, taking the penalty for our sins. Then he rose on the third day, conquering the dead and hell. That is the truth of Christ. And when he did that, the door to the kingdom of heaven was open to all who have the key, all those who understand the gospel and have accepted Christ. There are only two types of people 
here this afternoon. Those who are saved and those who are lost. It's the same in all the world. If you are saved, the kingdom of heaven has been opened to you as you have the very key, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Where are the lost people going when they did? Hell! Will it be fun in hell? No! They will burn for all eternity. If you are saved, you have escaped the fires of hell, and now you hold the key for others to escape in your very hand. Remember, when we started this afternoon, we talked about a fire starting in here, and the person being outside the locked door and not using the key to open the door. What did you think of this pastor, deacon, or leader when we stayed that they did not care if you born? He was just happy that he was not? I can think of a lot of mean things to describe a person who has the ability to save people but does not care and just stand by while others are heading to a fiery death. Now, I think we all know that this is a made-up scenario. I think any person would most certainly open the door, and I imagine even we willing to sacrifice his life to save us if the person is a good leader. So, how about you? Would you just stand by and watch as people are consumed by fire, knowing that you hand the key to open the door? Well, if you are saved, which means you have the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and you are not doing everything you can to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with others facing eternity in hell, then you are no better than someone standing outside this church and not opening the door as we are born. This is true. This is true here in your country, and this is true in the rest of the world. What is your decision? What will you do with the keys, with the gospel? God bless you all, and thank you so much for the ability to share the word of God with you this afternoon. Good bless. Thank you for watching the message today. We invite you to join us again every Sunday and Wednesday for more inspiring messages from God's Word.